This is Monday, May 29th. Do you believe in the forgiveness of sins? Those are the words we say in the Apostles' Creed. The second paragraph of the Creed reads, I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Now perhaps we don't realize what a monumental statement we're making. Do we believe that sins can be covered and removed from our lives? That we can live beyond our sins because of the grace of Jesus? Now this is our second week of our study of the Gospel of John on discipleship. We are plowing through chapters 13 through 17 this summer, looking at the instructions Jesus gave his disciples on the night he was betrayed. And last week we learned that the foundation of discipleship rests on the love of Jesus for us, that he loved us, and he loves us to the end. Now this week we learn how to rest in the forgiveness that he provides. Here's the start of our text, John 13, 3-5. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Now We have seen that Jesus interrupted the Passover meal with his disciples and that he washed their feet. He did this for three major reasons. First, simply, they needed it. Yes, Jesus' actions were in response to a real need. The disciples had arrived for the Passover meal with feet covered with whatever was in the streets of Jerusalem. And no servant was present, and rather than leave the feet of the men dirty through the meal, which was not a very nice prospect, Jesus washed their feet. But second, Jesus did this because, as we will see next week, he was teaching his disciples about servanthood. Everything Jesus does in his ministry inverts what the Jewish people, really all people, think about the use of power in our world. Jesus taught his disciples that night that the greatest is found in service, not in the exercise of power over others. He teaches this lesson by example and then, as we'll see, through a teaching. But finally, and third, He wants the disciples to see that they need a complete spiritual cleansing that only he can provide. And that's what we look at this week. Now today we live in an age where we cannot admit our need to be forgiven. We've been told that if we could get rid of religion and God and rules and law, then our problem with guilt and sin would disappear. Eliminate the rules, we've been told, and the boundaries, and people will have peace. But the problem has been that we continue to live with guilt over what we have done and shame over who we've become. You would think that in the West where we live, where faith in God has decreased, guilt and shame would also recede in the lives of people. But what we found is this isn't true. Indeed, the reverse has happened because in the past, we were given a path toward forgiveness through faith. But with that path overgrown by modernity, the weeds of modernity, 
we continue to feel the burden of guilt. One Jewish philosopher explained what happens when we cannot be freed from our wrongs through forgiveness. Hannah Arendt explained, Without being forgiven, released from the consequences of what we have done, our capacity to act, as it were, would be confined to one single deed from which we could never recover. Not unlike the sorcerer's apprentice who lacked the magic formula to break the spell. And what she's saying is we become stuck because apart from the rich resources we need to bring about our forgiveness, we can't move forward in life beyond what we've done that's wrong. And this is the human condition and why Jesus came into the world. We could not recover without the grace Jesus provides. You see, the washing we need is the only thing that can open the door to a life of real freedom. This is why forgiveness, receiving and living in the grace of Jesus is so central to becoming and living as disciples of Jesus. Sin is why Adam and Eve knew they were naked in the garden. It's why they hid from the Lord and also hid from each other. It's why they fashioned fig leaves to cover themselves. And we, cont we continue to do these very things today. We hide from God. We feel God is distant. This is why we cannot share our lives fully with others. Why we harbor secrets about ourselves and our stories. We cover ourselves and make ourselves look good in so many ways. Maybe through perfectionism trying to look perfect to everyone, or through your work. You look strong and productive and successful, or through holding on to your youth, through carefully cultivating the approval of others. These are just some of the fig leaves we use to cover up the truth of our condition and the depth of our need. And in the middle of all of our strategies to cover up, Jesus covers our sin with his blood and redeems us from what we could never recover from on our own. This is what we're going to be learning more about this week. How in Jesus we are forgiven and set free and given a life of joy and peace. Let's pray. Lord God, you alone know how deep the rabbit hole goes and how much we need grace. Yes, thank you for addressing what we deny and resolving what we would try to cover up. Thank you for the fullness of forgiveness in Jesus, for we pray in his name. Amen.